Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Bonjour de la French Riviera. That's right. Hello, this is Leanne and the Glojo podcast is on the road right now. I am currently in the French Riviera or on the French Riviera. And you know what? It has been quite the experience so far. I never in a million years thought that I would be sharing and talking about what I'm going to share and talk about today because I thought this would be a trip of a lifetime. And it is still young. The days are young. The time is young. There's much to come. I feel like my English is starting to get a little broken because I'm I'm over here trying to learn French or remember French. Um, so I might talk a little different than usual. We'll see how this goes. But anyways, this is the first trip that I've taken in almost three years. I had what I call my personal pandemic, and then we rolled into the global pandemic. And so I've been, you know, landlocked in Vancouver, a beautiful place to be landlocked. But nonetheless, I am a free spirited traveler at heart, or at least I used to be. Maybe I'm not that person anymore. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Honestly, I have never disliked a place that I've traveled to. And I really dislike France. Now, maybe not all of France. So I'll take that back. I absolutely love Paris and I will be doing an episode on some of the things that I learned there and it's going to be uplifting. This episode, however, is on the South of France where things went South very, very fast. And you know, it's so interesting. I have never been to it. Well, there was one country I've been to before and it was just a hard no. It was not for me, but I still was able to enjoy myself. And there were still some really great highlights of the trip. This so far in the south of France is very, very similar for me. And it's so picturesque. I feel like you hear about it in the movies and it's the Cote d'Azur and it's fancy. And the experience that I've had has actually been like the exact opposite. It's been really, really challenging. And so today what I'm going to do is I'm going to share four simple steps for what to do when everything goes wrong. Now, these are steps that I am currently using. I am not through all of them yet, but I have made a significant turnaround in the last 24 hours. And so I want to share this with you. I want to share my process and what I've done and some really great reminders that have come through for me, because let's face it, life is life. We never know what's going to happen. It's not all sunshine and lollipops and roses. And we can be in the most Instagrammable place in the world or one of them. And it can be a disaster. And that's kind of what it's been for me. And so, yeah, this is what I'm going to talk about today. Um, And, you know, when I was thinking about what I wanted to share and what I've been going through for the last few days, it has only been a few days. I will say that. I, I think that it feels like it's been a year, 
obviously that's an exaggeration, but it feels a lot longer than, than three days. And I think that everything can be amplified when you're overseas and you're not at home and you're alone and you're, you know, there's all of these different, I'm super, super jet lagged. I've never been jet lagged like this before in my entire life, literally sleeping like three hours a night. And so that's just kind of crazy making in and of itself. And, um, then when things do come up, you know, not being as resourceful or as, as energized or able to think like, like you'd usually be able to think. So that's been one of the things for me. So what I want to say before I share these four steps, and I hope this resonates with you and makes you feel like you are not alone. You know, it's easy when things are easy. It's easy to have a great time and enjoy yourself when everything is flowing exactly as planned and everything is, you know, unfolding in a magical way. It's easy to work out and exercise when you feel amazing in your body and when you have energy and you wake up inspired and feeling good. It's easy to be organized and navigate your life when you're well rested and, you know, you're, again, you're feeling good. And it's easy to make decisions when you're grounded and calm and you feel safe and, you know, like confident in, in, in your surroundings and where you are. And then on the other hand, when things are hard, they are hard. It's hard to work out and make healthy choices when you're not feeling great or you have physical issues. And it's hard to be organized and calm and grounded when you're sleep deprived or super, super stressed or exhausted or under pressure. And, you know, I think it's one of those things that happens. And what I'm reminded of is that everything we do in life has a ripple effect to it. And so if we are in a really great place, we're going to create these positive ripples. And as we move through the day, we are more likely than not to continue to create more positive ripples and it amplifies and it spreads out. And it's this really, really incredible experience. And then on the other hand, there's the difficult, negative, challenging ripples and that can be, you know, it's like this whole snowball effect and it's not a great one, but there's that saying, oh, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you wake up and everything just kind of seems to go wrong. I feel like I woke up on the wrong side of the bed for like probably three or four days in a row and things just kept getting, and things just kept getting worse and worse and worse until finally I just lost it. And I had a meltdown in Menton or en Francais, I had a meltdown en Menton is how they say it. And so I'll spare you the details, but it was basically a combination of jet lag, not getting a lot of sleep, having a few little hiccups along the way in my travels, which is totally normal. Usually I'm fine with dealing with these. And then having two back-to-back nightmare Airbnb experiences. One was I could hardly even breathe in there. And the second one, I felt so unsafe. And I have backpacked India alone for a month. I've backpacked Southeast Asia. I've backpacked South America. I have traveled the world and I have never experienced what I've experienced over the last few days. And I've never felt like, well, I felt unsafe a few times, but it's been a really, really long time. And I felt vulnerable. I had all my luggage. It was just like, yeah. So anyways, I've had a few situations Thankfully, I'm on the other side of it now and things are looking up and I've made a lot of progress in the last 
24 hours, but then even in the last few days, I've really come a long way. All right. So now that I've shared a little bit about the situation, I'm going to share the four steps that I am currently using to work through my current reality slash situation of everything going wrong. It's just seemed like nothing is going right. And it just kept going worse and worse. Now, again, I'm still working my way through this. I am over the hump. I am over the worst of it. Things are starting to get better. And I know that as I continue to go through this process, it is going to get better and better because I've, you know, used this before. So here we go. Step number one, get grounded and be as calm and present as possible. And so here's what I mean by being grounded. I mean, actually being rooted, being present in your body. Now that might sound weird or it might be like, it's kind of a hard concept to describe, but really what I mean is when you're grounded, you're not, you know, you're not living in your mind. You're not living in your head. You're not like, I felt very, very irrational yesterday. Like I was totally not able to make great decisions and it was, I was not grounded. And so I literally went and I sat on the grass. When you actually sit on grass and when you connect with trees and nature in a certain way, it's actually a very grounding component and there's ions and this is a scientific thing. And so I knew that that I had to get grounded and I went and I found some grass. And I'd say the goal of grounding is to really help you be calm and be present in your body again. And when you're calm and when you're present, that's when you're able to begin to think straight and make better decisions. So I knew for me, I had to get myself calm and present and grounded because there was no way I could make any great decisions from the overwhelmed state that I was in. And overwhelm happens, life happens, it's part of it. And so, you know, I think it's really knowing what to do when this strikes. If you don't have the opportunity to go outside or be in nature when you really need to get grounded, just close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and then exhale. And as you exhale, just imagine all the stress and all the negativity and all the worries starting to melt away and feel your sit bones, feel your bum being supported on whatever you are sitting on right now, or if you're laying down, feel the back of your body being supported and feel your feet on the ground. It really, really makes a huge difference. Another thing that I did yesterday, because I knew I was in need of support, I really, really needed it. I called a friend and thank you, Chelsea. (laughs) Chelsea has been on the podcast once and she's going to be on the podcast again soon. And she is a very good friend of mine. She's also been a mentor over the years. She's an incredible coach. And she really helped me in the moment to be able to calm myself down and start to think straight and look for solutions and head in the right direction. And so if you're having a difficult time getting grounded and getting calmed, but on your own, reach out to someone that you trust and reach out to someone who you know would be able to support you in that different type of situation. I think we have friends of all types and certain friends are great for certain things. Chelsea was the first one that came to my mind and I knew to reach out to her and she would help me. And thank you, Chelsea. She really, really did. So that's step number one, get grounded, calm, and present. Step number two, change your state. 
And so I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm a really big advocate of being super mindful of the state that we're in when we're making decisions. I have not been in the best state the last few days. I knew I had to make some decisions like life is life. And sometimes you have to make decisions right away and it's unavoidable. So I did the best that I could and got myself as grounded as I could. But now that I've had a little more time, I'm continuing to work on my state. And I truly believe that when we are calm And when we're, again, grounded and centered, we can think straight. And when we can think straight, we can start to make rational decisions that are based on, you know, it's just a lot more objective. It's based on reality versus maybe some horrible scenario that we've made up in our mind, or maybe it's the other way. And like, we've been totally unrealistic about things. And so now we're actually going to be more realistic and and make better decisions for ourselves. And so change your state. And here's how you do that. You focus on things that make you feel good, or at least a little bit better. If you are totally depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, hysterical, it is not realistic to go from that state to cloud nine flying high and feeling like you're on top of the world. It's just not for most people. So I think that it's realizing that what can we do to make ourselves feel even just a little bit better. And so a few ideas, talk to a friend, similar as getting grounded, talk to a friend, someone who you can just maybe have a conversation with and ask them about their life and what's going on with them. And Maybe it's a way for you to even just kind of distract yourself a bit so you can start to get out of the energy of of the situation that you've been in. Also, make sure you are hydrated. I'm a big water person, big water fan over here. Make sure you're hydrated. Hydration helps with so many things. I know for me, if I'm thirsty, I just, all sorts of things will start to happen. Same with food. Are you hungry? Are you taking care of yourself? These are things that really nourish your physical body. And it is so important for our physical body to be nourished all the time, but especially at times or in times of crisis or crises. Make sure you have enough sleep. If you can be more well-rested, the world is going to be easier. Life is going to be easier. Literally, I've been running on, I don't know, three to four hours of sleep now per night for almost a week. I did have one night where I got six hours of sleep and I woke up and I'm like, wow, I feel like a new person. And then last night I only got about four hours of sleep again. And so sleep is going to be a priority for me. So knowing that I need to make sleep a priority, I then need to make decisions that are going to help me have a better sleep. AKA don't be on my phone late at night, go to bed when I'm tired or at a reasonable hour, try to get into a routine so that I'm not going to bed super early one night, super late the other night. So trying to find that balance. I love EFT. I've talked about this before too, emotional freedom technique. It's where you tap on these meridian points and it helps calm your nervous system. Meditate, This is a way you can change your state. I know for me, if I'm totally hysterical or really, really in it, it's difficult to meditate. And so tapping is almost like an active meditation and it helps just start to calm my system down and it gives my mind something to focus on. You can do deep breathing. You can listen to calming music. I went to YouTube and I put on, you know, you can search all sorts of things. And so there's that. And then the last thing that I'm doing to change my state Gratitudes. I have committed to doing 
and writing down 100 things I'm grateful for over the past week. I'm on number nine right now, and so I need to continue doing this. But let me tell you, even getting to number nine, I'm starting to see how many things have gone right, how many things have worked in my favor, how many kind people I have met. And it's giving me a different perspective. I'm putting on the rosé colored glasses over here, and I have had a glass or two of rosé since I've been here. All jokes aside, the gratitudes are really helping me to remember and focus on the things that have gone well and not just live in the atrocity and the despair of everything that's happened in the last 72 hours. And so this is a big challenge for me, but I'm sharing it with you to encourage you to do this for yourself. And maybe a hundred is sounds crazy. It's truly what I think I need right now to help shift out of the state that I'm in. So what is that for you? Is it 10? Is it 20? You know, is it 30? Is it 40 gratitudes? But setting aside the time. And when I do gratitudes, I always talk about what I'm grateful for and then why I'm grateful for it. So it does take a little more time, but when I really focus on the why, I feel like it helps just sort of imprint it into my system and it helps it sink in even more. So that's where I'm at right now. And I've started the next one as well, but I know that it's going to be an evolution. So the third thing to do when everything is falling apart, set your intentions. How do you want to feel? What would your ideal experience look like? What would it feel like? Where would you be? What would you be doing? Who would you be with? What would you be surrounded by? Start to map out and journal and get clear on as much information as possible. Right now, I know that I want to feel grounded. I want to feel well-rested. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel productive because this is a working trip. I want to feel safe. I want to feel supported. Um, You know, and I think that when I read that list, I'm like, wow, am I getting old? That is, or like, is this just growing up? That list is totally different than what I would have wrote before and for intentions when I'm on a trip and I'm going to continue to evolve it. And I do want to have fun. I want to have incredible experiences, make great memories. I want to be inspired creatively, all of these different things. But right now what's really coming through for me is that I need to do But right now, what's really coming through for me is that feeling, you know, rested, relaxed, safe, productive, grounded. That's what I need right now to feel really, really good about where I'm at and what I'm doing in my life. And so those are some of the intentions that I have on the go. Now, the last step is to brainstorm ways to fulfill your intentions. And it's looking at, you know, for, for me, I think a lot of the things that I've already shared really feed into how I want to feel. And so for you, if your intention is to, you know, have a lot of fun, meet new people, be energized, be inspired, be balanced, be abundant, whatever it is, start to list all of the different ways and things you can do so that you feel that way. I started my list yesterday as well. So I've kind of been working on these things at the same time and hopping around. And one of the things I did today is I got like, now I'm in a great place. It's good Wi-Fi, air conditioning, clean, safe, has all the things that I need to be able to continue to enjoy this trip, but also work along the way. But I took time to unpack my bags and get everything hung up and get things really organized. And that felt so 
good for me. I also went for a swim in the sea in the Mediterranean Sea this morning, and it was really, really beautiful. And as I walked in there, I just set the intention for the water to wash away the worries and the stress and for the salt water to help detox and like get out all the stress and for me to really start to recalibrate and rebalance and connect with this place that I'm at on earth right now, because there is a lot of beauty. I know there's a lot of good to be experienced here. It's a matter of me making some changes so that I can really shift into that and start to experience it. I also wash my hair. This sounds so simple, but sometimes washing your hair and just taking that little extra time to to get ready at the start of the day feels so good. And then I guess after it would technically be number five, after you brainstorm ways to fulfill your intentions, start doing them. Actually make them a priority. Make them a priority. It's going to feel good. It might be uncomfortable to begin with, but honestly, I think the biggest thing is being able to shift out of that place from despair and feeling down in the dumps. Everything's going wrong to starting to take those small actions to feel a little bit better to feel more grounded, to feel more inspired, more calm. And then you can start to set your intentions and take actions. And remember, baby steps. Be realistic. Don't expect a miracle. But do set the intention that every day you're going to do things to help you really truly feel good and achieve the state that you want to be in and do the things you want to do. Because as I've said before, life is for living. And so let's live it. And let's make sure that we are living it in alignment to who we are today, not who we are or not who we were in the past, not who we will be, because we're not quite sure, although we can be intentional about that. But being true to yourself, recognizing and honoring your needs in the moment. It is so, so important. All right, here we go. Episode numero uno. That was Spanish. I don't know where that came from. But episode number one from the French Riviera is done. I look forward to sharing more with you as I continue my travels. And I have some fun fun, more uplifting, inspiring things from my time in Paris. And so stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. And if anyone has any tips for France, the South of France, Italy, reach out. I'd love to hear them because my plans have changed and I am still figuring out what the heck I'm going to do. All right. Bye for now. And thanks for tuning in.